2: Welcome to the Old Nerdist Podcast number 453. This is my holiday voice, Katie. It's, it's so... Shut up, Katie. What do you want holiday. for Christmas?
1: I'm Jewish. <laughs> so you want to find Jesus.
2: Come on now. <laughs> Jewish. I love the... I'm Jewish. Why would you...
1: I am. Hanukkah already happened. It passed.
2: Why would you... Oh, oh my God. I'm so sorry. Are you okay? Yeah. Hanukkah passed? I missed it. When? Yeah. When? What happened? I just talked to Hanukkah like a week ago. Well, you know, had a good run. Eight oh, days. Damn. <laughs> eight nights. Whatever eight days and eight nights? Yeah. Did you get a lot of good Hanukkah presents? I didn't get any. What? Yeah. What's the point of having eight Hanukkah nights if you don't get presents? I think it's for kids. Is it?
0: I feel like it's for kids. Because
2: I don't feel like... I feel like I would want to be all over that business if I were uh, Jewish. I would want eight, I guess. eight days worth of stuff.
0: I should. I should call my parents. Is complain. your boyfriend Jewish? No.
2: That's the problem. <laughs> You're either going to have to convert him or you might have to upgrade <laughs> if you want some of that. Or maybe you guys could just break up for eight days. Eight days. <laughs> you could find a Hanukkah boyfriend.
0: Yes. A Hanukkah boyfriend. Just a,
2: just a Hanukkah boyfriend. Right?
0: Yeah. Go on J date and ask for a Hanukkah boyfriend. <laughs>
2: Well, I hope you had a nice Hanukkah, and uh, um, I hope you guys all have a, a lovely Christmas. There, we have a. There's a lot of Nerdist stuff. Go to Nerdist.com. Nerdist on Instagram. I don't know. At midnight's coming back January 6th. I'm, I feel stupid promoting stuff, uh, except for Stamps.com, who was kind enough to sponsor this episode of the Nerdist Podcast. Which um, it is the holidays, and I know that Hanukkah is done. So you don't need to be sending Hanukkah presents. But, uh, but Christmas is just so around the corner that it's poking you in the eye. Mm-hmm. So it, now is you are, you are in holiday season. It's the worst time to be at the post office. So don't do that. Go to stamps.com. Sign up. Get an account. Print out and any, U- uh, any amount of U.S. postage that you need. Slap it on the package. The exact amount so you won't waste any money. And your mail carrier... Uh, Whose backs and knees will probably be buckling From the pressure (laughs) of carrying stuff for the holidays Will come and get that from you And deliver it where it needs to go It's easy, it's convenient Um, Please, please, please save yourself uh, The mental anguish and use stamps.com There is a no-risk trial As there always is Um, Use the promo code NURSE, get a $110 bonus offer Which includes a digital scale And up to $55 of free postage Don't wait Go to stamps.com before you do anything else Click on the microphone on the top of the home page and type in NERDIST. That's stamps.com with the promo code NERDIST. This episode is Taryn Killam, who uh, you may know from SNL. He is a hilarious and delightful man. Guy, He is so delightful, Katie. He was. It makes me angry how <laughs> delightful he is. He's just, he's just a guy that when he walks into a room, you're like, that guy is friendly and funny and I want to hang out with that guy. And we got to. We all got a little piece of Taron Killam.
0: He was very nice.
2: Which we were able to record. (laughs) Uh, And we we actually have proof of that. And he also is a comic writer. He created a comic book called The Illegitimates um, that is, um, uh, we talk about it in the podcast, but it's an amazing premise for a comic. Uh, And it releases December 18th. And and so, get that by the time this, oh, that's in a couple days by the time this drops. You might be on a two-day delay by listening to this podcast anyway. Mm Mm-hmm. Because we put out so freaking many of them (laughs) that you might be a little bit behind. So uh, I I recommend The Illegitimates, and I recommend following Taron Killam. That boy's going places. Do you think he has Christmas in his heart, or do you think he's like you?
0: I think he has Christmas in his heart. He has Christmas. You
2: got Hanukkah in your heart. (laughs) It's a menorah-shaped heart. It is. Your heart has eight chambers. (laughs) It's twice as many. Yes. Right? think. To the internet. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Nerdist podcast number 453 with Taryn Killam. Now entering
1: Nerdist.com. your Michelangelo down there what where
0: the Michelangelo suit oh Is no dead dead you own no? Oh, okay. Okay. Um, I think that's just on loan from uh, what's his face um Vinci. no nope. creator of there you Kevin go Eastman, Eastman yeah. Kevin Eastman there you go
2: awesome. oh yeah Kevin Eastman has a bunch of his stuff here
0: yeah um that's
1: that series that it's the T V series outfit, which yes. is pretty great. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. The live action T V series. Yeah. Because the,
1: f- the first Ninja Turtles is one of my favorite movies ever. And it's hard to subscribe to the look of a turtle. I know you since. I know you I know you think
0: that it is one of your favorite movies. <laughs> it holds up, guys? Have you watched <laughs> it? it recently? Holds up. Yeah. I haven't watched my movie. I've recently. watched
2: it very recently. Well, first of all, hey Katie, can you close that door? I'm sorry I didn't close it. First of all, let's just talk about that um. The guy, uh, the actor who plays Casey Jones. Yeah, uh, Ilias Koteas. Ilias Koteas is one of the fucking greatest... Ever. And I don't know... I mean, I think kind of film nerds know who he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But every fucking movie that guy is in, he is... You cannot take your eyes off him. He also ages back and forth so well. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he Like, does. you'll
1: see him, and you'll be like, wait, he's a serial killer, like, aged, like, yeah. scrawny, 80-year-old serial killer. And then you'll see him, yeah. like, do a guest spot on SVU or whatever, <laughs> and he's, like, this, like,
2: stud who works out in a gym. Do you remember uh, you Some Kind of Wonderful? No. Oh, my God. Great fucking uh, movie with uh, Eric Stoltz. And they were. it was, like, it was sort of kind of mm-hmm. at the end of the Hughes era of... Okay. Teen movies, but it was Leia Thompson and Eric Stoltz and Mary Stuart Masterson and Elias Coteus is in it. Oh, okay. And he plays this punk kid, and it's fuck. It's so- oh my god, he's so good. i mean You should watch it. Is so, so it, some, is it, some it. kind Netflix-able? of wonderful. Netflix-able? It's Netflix. Oh, it, did, it should yeah, be Netflix- yeah. It should be Netflixable.
0: Okay. Well, I mean, if you just pay the eight dollars for the DVD option, anything's right. Netflixable. I guess yeah, that's, that's true. <laughs> we yeah. have enough,
2: How
1: sad! Block the blockbuster shut down all their stores officially, or is shutting them down by yeah. January?
2: I guess, but you know, I I say that, but then. Part of me is like, but I never went to a blockbuster, so right. it's not like I really. I but mean, not in, in your the life, in the yeah, li- yeah, yeah. not in the last, not right. in the last
1: handful. It's I, like years. the death. It's our death of record stores a little bit. I feel. Like,
2: well, I don't know. Well, the reason that. I- I don't feel... We went through both. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, exa-
1: it, That's very true. The but reason... for me, like, Friday night after school, going to rent either a video game oh, or sure. a movie yeah. from Blockbuster... The
2: reason it doesn't bother me as much, other than the fact that a lot of people are out of work now, yeah. um, is that... Uh... <laughs> It bothers me in the sense that... I mean, it doesn't bother me in the sense that... Those people can't come out to live shows we do. Right. I mean, look at all the free time they're yeah. going to have. Now. Yeah, yeah, No, but I guess it, bother, it doesn't bother me in the sense that uh, I, I feel like there's just a paradigm shift, and I feel like the way that it's shifted is much better than having to go... And much more convenient. Well, it is. I mean, you imagine, you know, when like... When I was in high school, I really
0: thought I'd crack the code, and I wanted to start a video store that delivered. Like, you could call up, like, a pizza yeah, yeah, and yeah. just deliver movies. Yeah. And I thought that would be the thing that made Movie and a pizza
1: delivery Billions of dollars. I think I mourn too much the social engagement of showing up with a group, making a decision together. Oh, uh, Sure. And especially like I like I I grew up in a small town, so like we had, it was like Bear City video and you'd go and you'd get ice cream and you like get a movie and it was like you know, it, it was it was the people you were with, not necessarily All right, I have a
2: solution then. Okay. 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 You and your friends yeah. go to a yogurt land, Great. talk about what movie you're gonna rent. Okay. And then go back home to Netflix. <laughs> you can all leave your house and then you can decide there. And then and yeah. then go back home. But I was about like you know, th- there was almost that little bit of roll the dice of, like, are they going to have the thing I want? Sure, sure. How long can I spend looking at these boxes to figure out the sexual content based on the title and the cast? Definitely. Yeah. But I would say I, would dis- I discovered a lot of movies that I wouldn't have seen because of that. Now
1: I can always get what I want and always download what I want. But if I would say you know, I... Batman Forever wasn't in and I had to get, you know, whatever. <laughs> I missed out on some movies Steven because I was, thing I was just
0: daunted by two videotapes. So, like, I wouldn't yeah. rent the right stuff because there right. was two videotapes. Oh, JFK it was oh, two videotapes. Okay, yeah. yeah. That's scared, heart, that scared that's you a lot. Heart that's a d- lot to do. Double taper.
2: Two, so you have to get off the couch, put yeah. the other one in, get back on the couch.
0: <laughs> I always said if I was rich, I, was, I always wanted to get a. Uh, this was at the time of laser discs. <laughs> I wanted to get a laserdisc carousel and just double up the movies that were in there, yeah. so you never had to switch. Get up movie the side. Well, now your
2: yeah. now your phone is essentially that that revolving <laughs> carousel that you I always understand. wanted. I was on a. I, I flew to North Carolina on Friday. I literally was just there Friday. And um, boy, are your arms tired. <laughs> I well, I discovered I have the power of flight. That's huge, man. So That's first huge. of all, first order of business. I don't mind that my first arms are tired because I can fly. Let's back this up. What?
0: First order of business is to fly to North Carolina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's well, a huge Dawson's Creek fan. I just
2: wanted to go wanted and see to... where Pacey lost his virginity on the
0: dock. You wanna get into real real into Spielberg? Why do I know that? About Dawson's
2: Creek? It's Why awesome. do I know those things? Awesome. Pacey
0: lost his virginity to Andy. No. Dude. The teacher. To the uh, teacher. Oh, to the, teacher. To the yeah. teacher. Oh, when Andy and Pacey did it, that was when they played that Dave Matthews song.
2: Oh, that's where you anchor oh. everything. Yeah. that's where... What was the song? Anchor to the
0: Creek. Pacey, gonna be inside ya. No, fiddle, was, uh, fiddle, 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 fiddle. <laughs> it was Lover Lay Down, which is uh, track... Six. You uh, better oh, pace yourself, you're crying pace Sam, right before you just it. Started crying talking fast. about. It. Yeah, no, I can't. You better
2: pace yourself, I openly weep a lot about the day You're gonna it. come too fast. And <laughs> that teenage
0: girl. The teacher. I completely forgot about that storyline. So that was huge. Good on you guys. Well,
2: that was, you know, like, Dawson's Creek was really that kind of uh, groundbreaking. The same, the same thing that Skins did. Yeah. Like, Dawson's Creek did it earlier because television was much less racy at the time. So seeing... Like, having a storyline where a student fucks a teacher yeah. was unheard of. Like, yes. that was, wow, this teenage drama
1: show. Talking so. to your female friend about walking the dog, which is something I never called masturbating, but that's what they called it. How often do you walk the dog? I remember it was like, I think that was like the first or second episode. I was well, like,
2: this I, makes me so uncomfortable. I you know? only call it that because I put my dick you know, on a leash. Right, and I just right, do it on yeah, the yeah, sidewalk. You're a freak. you yeah, a, freak yeah, yeah, on a yeah. leash. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I like to come on fire hydrants. Yeah. <laughs> But other than that... Who doesn't? (laughs) Well, they're red. Some of them are yellow. So, um, but I was on this plane. Okay, I don't have the gift of flight. I'm sorry. I lied. But uh, I I was on a plane, and I never, like, I don't, flying doesn't bother me at all. I don't, it doesn't, I'm not nervous about it. But there was one brief moment where when all the screens were down, it was doing that thing that VHS tapes would do where it was, the screen was Yeah. And then I saw them go into a cabinet and change a VHS tape, and I was like, all right, now, hopefully the rest of the technology on the plane is ahead <laughs> of the yeah. half-inch VHS tape that they're running, the wow. mo- you know, all wow. the movies and, uh, and all the announcements on. Well, it, not even yeah. a DVD player. Do you ever, did you
0: have a rewinder at home? Uh, oh, a DVD rewinder? Just that, no, 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 a VHS. VHS I mean, a, a DVD rewinder, <laughs> which is basically just taking it out and I putting it I had four.
2: <laughs> I'm crazy. <laughs> I made a killing on these. I grandmas
0: to, don't know. When I worked at Blockbuster, we had uh, we had so many grandmas. we had like twelve of them lined up. So yeah, obviously if you didn't rewind it, we'd get to charge you just because we had to hit a button. Right. Uh but I would put them all in and try to hit them all at the same time. And then it was very exciting for me when they all popped up
2: <laughs> at the oh, same time. That's nice. yeah. Well Thanks that's a that's a teenage victory. That's nice. the entertainment we had in nineteen ninety nine. That's all we had. That and walking the dog. Those two things were the only two things we could do is walk the dog and rewind tapes at the same time. What was your mom and pop video store called? Uh well I moved a lot when I was a kid. There was one down. Let's see. I guess when we moved to Denver, we moved out to Littleton – and it was really just like a prairie at that point. There were fucking we had like we had prairie dogs outside. There was one development. Wow.
0: Oh, you guys did a big land grab.
2: We did a land grab. <laughs> uh, yeah, my dad used to <laughs> like to fight in bars. Yeah, yeah from yeah. Ireland. Yeah. Your mom's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, she's gorgeous. Oh. I, I think be- more naturally beautiful in her youth, but yeah. still a good-looking <laughs> lady. Yeah. Far and away, the most <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> nice. But um, uh, yeah, Ron Howard. So we did the land grab. Uh, had to shoot the horses. But we got the place, got the property. (laughs) And then there was one little, like, mini strip thing that was like a beauty parlor and a VHS store and like a sandwich shop. And so I could walk down there. Um, That was the only thing that was in Littleton when I lived there. And, uh, yeah, and and basically not only did I spend a lot of time there getting movies, but... The guy would also just give me the old movie posters, oh, that's so I cool. just had all these shitty oh, old the, movies. Awesome. I didn't even care movies what they you were. Never saw. I yeah, know, yeah. and then yeah. I didn't give a shit about. Yeah. Like, yeah. why
0: do I? I don't need a poster with Shannon Tweed on it. But there you go. <laughs> I remember going and asking for specific posters, like when I knew a movie was coming out, like Back the, to the Future Three. I was yeah. like, I need that poster. I really needed a fucking giant Mary Steenburgen on my wall. They had a Post-it uh, system, like you would write your name down on a
1: yeah. Post-it if you were the first one yeah, to tag yeah. it. Do we'll do be you,
2: right back. I love the
0: eighties. Do you remember VHS? Just <laughs> well I was t- I was talking to uh Scott Moser about this yesterday, uh on Phoebe. Go ahead and download it. Uh they uh do you remember how much videotapes cost before they were in
2: Yeah, they were like ninety dollars.
0: I spent one hundred and twenty-four dollars. Wow! On Back to the Future Two.
2: <laughs> wow!
0: Yeah. Really? Yes. Do
2: we ever determine why they were so expensive?
0: I think it was just to have the renter market, like just so video stores could buy them. And, and if they were like, oh, yeah. and if some douchebags yeah. Really yeah. cares
2: enough to pay hundred dollars, I mean, for it was before. It's like, remember, crazy. It was
0: insane. It was insane because remember the big like Batman was the first yeah, yeah, yeah. one I remember that was nineteen ninety nine yeah, in yeah, yeah. stores. Yeah, it was crazy my yeah. grandfather was a tech- let's talk about Columbia House <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're probably still trying to collect oh man oh, remember sure. those boxes
1: of CDs yes I was like I guess Sugar Ray <laughs> <laughs> I get an 11th one I
2: guess Sugar Ray I think a lot of people said I guess Sugar Ray <laughs> yeah. a penny well what's the <laughs> There's sure clearly there's no catch to this why am I uh, still getting these in the mail? Yeah. What are you charging me for? How dare you,
1: Columbia <laughs> oh, <that> House? Was... <laughs> I trusted you. Oh, man. Columbia my, House was great. My parents
0: had to write so many letters. Sorry, my <laughs> son is 12. My mother was great because she just said okay. And what would happen is any whenever a movie came, because they'd send you the movie of the whatever the movie of the month they were trying to sell. Oh, those. right. But like, she let me keep Pulp Fiction in 94. Wow. I was 11. And she's like, oh, do you want this? I was like, yeah, I'll cool, watch mom. Pulp Fiction. Wow. And uh, Yeah, whatever cool we mom. didn't want, she would write return to sender and just drop back in the my grandfather was a technophile. He's
2: the uh, he had all these gaming platforms, and I mean, this was in the late seventies, early eighties. But he had like the Atari twenty six hundred, and Intellivision. television, and the all ski these. Ball. He did not have ski ball. Yeah. Um, he uh, and he had a laser disc player. He had one of the like first laser disc players, like in seventy nine, I think maybe. Wow. Wow. And so the movies we had were like Smokey and the Bandit and Grease. <laughs>
0: um,
2: but the quality was so amazing. And and then he had a and then after that, he also got a Betamax player. And then was I think sort of crusty about it when beta kind of died out. But we I, like right, I, but I had so. a rich technological youth. That's fantastic. Thanks to my, thanks to my grand. Where did you grow and up? I appreciate it for quality here. Uh, you grew up in Los Angeles.
1: Yeah, I was my my parents lived in Manhattan Beach when I was born, and then we moved to Big Bear when I was six. Wow. And then back down to Manhattan Beach when I was sixteen. Whoa.
2: Yeah. Big Bear. What are you doing, Big Bear? Big Bear? Uh, you go get to some school, ice cream
1: and then on Fridays, cream, you Go to a video and store. And you pig, you play Resident Evil. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, my parents could own up there. It was it was cheap to own uh, property. And then uh, good school systems and safe and clean, Four Seasons, really nice.
0: Yeah, well,
2: Lo- what about Lovely the, childhood. What about the big bear that the town was named yeah, after? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's still out there.
0: <laughs> I mean, you weren't afraid <laughs> Ball, that he was going to Bart is still <laughs> snatch, eluding us today. Snatch, snatch, snatch the, the, the kids? Fu-
1: <laughs> <laughs> um no, it, it was great. Holcomb Valley was founded first uh, by James Holcomb. I don't remember. There is some history, by, like uh, in second Hulk grade.
2: Holcomb. Hogan. Hogan, yeah, <laughs> the great great grandfather. He Hulk actually Hogan, founded, Hulk founded
0: Holcomb. it by doing a leg drop on the town. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's how you have Big Bear Lake. <laughs> he put the uh,
2: he he pinned the bear for a three count. Right, you know, yes. pinned after, the big bear after, after the atomic leg Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no,
1: but it was great. It was uh, you know snowboard in, in the in the winter and and play on the lake in the summer nice really nice do you think you'll ever go back there yeah i try to go back at least once a year do you have a family i own my own family yep uh where and do you I, keep them uh they we're down in venice we're nice. in venice beach so you guys nice. live in venice yeah how's the wife she's very good nice she's very good she's finishing up the last season of how i met your mother which is pretty crazy nine
0: seasons holy shit pretty amazing it was a very long story that he had, yeah so. exactly those poor kids <laughs> people
2: people those know you're married to kobe right I think so. I
1: still get now and then, like, no way, how did you do that?
2: (laughs) Um, You know what's funny is no one ever does that to a girl. No, for sure. Whoa, you got tearing? How'd you land that? Hey, come on. You know, one time, one time.
0: No one's ever gone to to my girlfriend
2: Chloe, like, how'd you land this one? You know, it's always the other way around. No, (laughs) fuck yourself. <laughs> um, but yeah I don't answer that how I do you how did you how, how did, did, you did you land m- that? oh I don't know, I was, was a decent human being yeah and, uh, exactly I was, I was good to her Ask or, her
1: about her interests <laughs> uh, pay for dinners. How did you fall in
2: love is uh, what we're saying yeah. yeah, how do you love, it almost, do you love? Like, it almost seems like what everyone wants some sort of an answer like Here's how you trap them. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. You hand them a
1: glowing green vial.
2: (laughs) And then you dig out a a hole under her welcome mat
1: (laughs) and then right to the pit. Yeah, exactly. And then Stockholm Syndrome sets in. They put the lotion in the basket and slowly they learn to love you.
2: It's not as dirty as it sounds. No,
1: it's not.
2: I mean, you have to put the lotion in the basket. (laughs) That's where it belongs. And then Look at her complexion. You tell me that there's a problem with the process. Listen, eventually they'll thank you. (laughs) <laughs> but she's uh, so sweet and wonderful and hilarious, yeah. and I, I've gotten to moderate a couple panels. Yeah, uh, she's a cool lady. She's, she's great.
1: She is. I like her a lot. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, You going to stick with it? Think, with it? I think so. Good. Things are looking good. Good. Uh, all, all signs uh, indicate great. a lifetime together, which is nice. Things are good with a child? You're gonna, uh, you're gonna, you're gonna child's good. good. Yeah, we're, we just... Um, yeah, we're we're doing the move to New York, right? Because I've been flying back and forth oh, yeah. uh, oh, yeah. for three years now, three three <laughs> and a half years now, which is a lot of air miles. Yeah, um, no you, VHS problems, Do you but get I fly Virgin, so do you I get think bumped all the
0: time, or do you just first class no. every? No,
1: it depends on when I'm flying. Yeah. if it's a if it's a red eye, I try to pamper myself.
0: Why? Uh, see, here's I'm gonna go and sure. talk about red eyes for a second. Okay, great. I prefer when it's a red eye to not bother. I just just as long as I get a window because I'm going to sleep anyway. Sure. So what's the point in a, like spending sixteen hundred dollars on a ticket? You're a better sleeper. Than uh, uh, expedited security,
2: more okay. leg room. Better <laughs> yeah. Expedited
0: security you can do for thirty five dollars. More leg room you can do for also thirty five dollars.
1: Mm. I need I need it's it's the mm. uh, angle mm. angle of the back. Mm. Mm. I need the I need the recline. Oh, I need, I my, my new sleeping recline. method since I've <laughs> since
0: I've lost fifty five pounds, okay. I can now do the thing where I put the tray down and you and lean on play. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's a way to remember, sleep. Remember, you ever seen in the know. Sky
2: know. Mall, those obnoxious pillows where the person they try to make obnoxiously <laughs> <it look laughs> comfortable pillows. No, no, those like those pillow wedges that you you're supposed to put on yourself. the tray. Yeah, and then you're just supposed to basically like zombie flop on it. Like that's supposed to look.
0: I just got weirdly excited for my cross-country flight next week
2: (laughs) i'm like ready to sleep (laughs) matt how am i supposed to feel financially better than people if i'm not flying in first class well if you sleep (laughs) through it you don't know they have more money i can smell that they're near me (laughs) i can smell the poverty matt (laughs) i mean come on i understand
0: i need a curtain or a small little rope to separate me it's extra like most of the planes uh at virgin there's only eight uh, first class yeah, seats. Yeah, exactly. I so feel extra bad. It's else. really like an
1: exercise in being a human being to not get upset when somebody comes and uses the front bathroom.
2: Right. It's Such a <laughs> yes. terrible.
1: Like I'm a terrible person for <laughs> even giving this a second thought. Like of course <laughs> use that. Use bathroom. the
2: bathroom. Yeah. But definitely, the eight eight of in us in are d- fine yeah. right now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you can use the bathroom. Excuse me. One of us might thing. be thinking about using that right it's now. It's such an, an awful me. moment where you go like, "What's wrong with me?" I can't wait for the comments when people are like, "I can't believe
0: how fucking these." Yeah. No. I know. We fly yes. a lot, okay? Yeah, it's it's. it's we're hard. also uh,
2: no. not serious.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh. So. Uh, what? Right.
2: Yeah. We're, were not that? serious. We weren't. Uh, were you? Uh, we, huh? Were you when serious?
0: You, <laughs> just guys. It's okay.
2: <laughs> well, you were, you were pro coach, well, so you come on clean, clean anyway. Yeah, yeah. For red eye, you were pro coach and pro coach the sitcom. You were oh, you were all I over was that <laughs> pro dobbler Pro Jerry Van Dyke,
0: whose character we don't remember the name of.
2: Um. So. You you you've been doing the trek back and forth because yeah. you can't not do SNL. You gotta do SNL.
1: Exactly right. Yeah, it was the goal for so long, and then um and and I started out at Groundlings and got the opportunity that is still uh, very unlikely percentage wise. But Lorne came to a show that I was doing in the Sunday Company and the Sunday Company the too. Sunday company, yeah, yeah. Nice. Sunday Company, jun- junior Groundlings, sort of like the the up and comers, and then uh. Flew me out to audition twice within the span of a month for one season. So I auditioned twice and then didn't get it. And then a year went by, stick stuck with the Groundlings, got into the main company, and then and then auditioned. Did you the auditioned again. You auditioned yeah, yeah, again. Third time, different characters. It was a charm. It, each time was all
0: different material. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Now the third time, by were choice, you like, or did they tell you to do different? No, they told me. All yeah. Right. But yeah.
2: by the third time, did you come out and go? Are- how long are you gonna How long you gonna sure. yank my
1: chain? There was definitely like a, a definitely confidence of you've seen what I can do at this point. It, I, I you know I'm gonna do my best material because because having that year when they said no, they sort of said it's it's uh, no but not never. So I was able to kind of work on stuff with the concept in mind that I might get to audition again. So that helped. Terrence
2: Lorne, listen. Mm-hmm. Kobe, how did you land that? <laughs> what are we going to talk what about, do you about you mean, the show? Well, uh, oh, 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 you've got the job. You've got the job. Look, oh, yeah. Paul Simon
1: and I were talking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It is uh, you guys have spent time with Lauren.
2: How does it feel? Uh, what does it feel like to have your ultimate dream come true?
1: It's it's surreal to, to this day. I would say, that I, like, I'm an emotional guy anyway, but I, there's a minimum of two moments a week where I just kind of like stand back and take it in and get get misty eyed just because it, it's it's pretty it's amazing it is it was the dream it was the dream so. and
2: then you walk down that one hall outside the studio and it's just every cast yeah exactly and then you start it's like a fucking museum yeah and then you and then you really kind of feel i mean i felt the weight of it just going to watch an episode yeah. i can't even imagine yeah what's a lot
0: of pressure for you to watch yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: well you I, did great by the way <laughs> you, you
1: were a great laugher I by rehearsed. the way i came to <laughs> rehearsal
2: my my ultimate um my ultimate I've showed up to school with no clothes dream yeah. is that I'm hosting SNL and I don't remember rehearsing and I'm just being shoved out on stage Yeah, and in between setups going like, Why? I don't think this is going well. I don't remember yeah, yeah, yeah. what I'm supposed to say. That's my, my recurring kind of stress nightmare it's so
1: close to reality too. <laughs>
0: it's, a,
2: it's a very
1: boring dream kind of i go like oh the work week you dream about the work week that could happen um i yeah i i still have those dreams i had like it was weird i had a dream a month before i got my first audition
2: was it that one day I, like, this great nation would rise up yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: <laughs> apparently i googled that and that's been done so okay
2: good. i stopped dreaming it i don't care <laughs>
1: i don't care about the content of character no longer um no, but it was like I was in the space, and Lauren's like, "You're doing update with me." It was like a dream I had a month before. It's weird. It's weird, uh, precognitive sort of sort of dream.
2: And when you started the first time you did the show, yeah, how much or little did you shit your pants? At
1: getting the show, uh, the first half of the season of my first season, it was just gratitude. It was just like, this is great. I'm here. You let me come here. I'm just gonna hang out and you let me know yeah. if I'm doing good or not. Or don't. Just I'm glad to be here. And then and then time sets in and you see you see yourself succeed, you see yourself fail, you see that happen to others. You kinda start getting in the groove of what's expected and, and where you are, although nobody ever tells you really where you are on the show. I, I think that only happens in reflection, really. Um, and then you start to panic. And then and then, and then then the panic sets in of like, oh, I haven't done as much of this or I haven't gotten a sketch on that I've written in three weeks, you know. Uh, and then, so the shit came later. It was
2: a slow shit. <laughs> it was a slow, slow release, slow sliding shit. Do you do the scale in your head where you're like, am I the spade this week or am I... Yeah, the-
1: like you definitely like... The show has such a history right there's so like like i'm a student of the show i've read live from new york i've read uh, gasping for airtime bedwetter um, why you know you, anything that I could get my hands on so you think you know the show coming in you think you know the do's and don'ts and then, and then you don't at all um, because the show's always changing too it's thirty nine seasons and and not a single season has been the same in terms of the expectations. I think I think the expectations start out one way, and then you look back on the season and like, "Oh, that's what that season was. That was a great. You know, Sarah Palin was a thing, and that's what that season was about. Or um, we had six new people, and it was a, that season was about finding out where they kind of what what they're capable of and what their voice is. You know, so I also sort of fight against any labeling like i go like oh you're gonna be the this and i go no i'm not i'm only i'll only write the opposite of that and then um find out that you know there's only so much that you can control um before you cling to your security blanket like oh you do good impressions maybe you're the impression no i'm not and then you know a month goes by and you're not on the show like i have an impression (laughs) Should try. and that's it gets on the air you know um yeah it's uh it's there's i have two relationships i have the relationship of my work like i work on snl i know i write on the 17th floor i rehearse and perform on the 8th floor um and and that sketch went good that sketch i messed up that line or oh i wish they'd pick that sketch over that one and then i'll go home and i'll watch like i love the 80s and like yeah. snl and then and then see the show and the relationship that i had of watching it on my couch yeah you know what I mean? Yeah. And being a fan. And I still go back to that. And now there's the extra wrinkle of, oh, they did that on stage 3A. Like, oh, yeah. I know a little bit. Like, oh, you know, Chris Kelly, the stage manager, was probably calling five seconds before yeah. that, that first initial and they laugh. They all the felt opened. the same thing. There were probably more drugs back then. Sure, <laughs> yeah, yeah, But they all felt the same thing. <laughs> they things. probably felt just
2: more. They Excellent. just they felt just more. They felt it times yeah, a million. Yeah, 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 exactly. They just felt it by a lot. <laughs> yeah, but it is understandable. <clears throat> I mean, that I always thought that show was kind of my dream job when I was a kid. And then as I grew up and I got more into, like, eh, I like stand-up. I'm not really a sketch guy. Like, yeah. when I started to realize what really kind of made me excited about, about performing, I do think about that job as um, it, it feels like it, it would be pretty easy to get crushed under the weight of Having to, I mean, the Sunday company is a is a perfect training. It really is because you have yeah. to do a new show every Sunday night. Exactly right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Writing
1: new material all week, pitching it Wednesday, putting up a new show Sunday. So I am very grateful. But stand ups fare very well on the show because what what succeeds most often on the show are hard written jokes. And a lot of sketch comes from character and point of view and, and attitude and energy and not necessarily set up punchline, set
2: up punchline. But I think the standups do do well on Weekend Update. update. I think they don't always do well in a scene because a lot of stand-ups are usually just a version of sure themselves. The right, right, right. Where you don't, <clears throat> you know, guys like uh, Armisen or Will Farrell or, yeah. or uh, Kristen, they just sort of... They really disappear into characters the way yeah, that yeah. a stand up is just, A stand up always has an awareness that they're doing comedy. Yeah,
1: that's a good point. Yeah.
2: Um so uh I, I don't I to me I feel like you know, were I to ever be on that show, I don't think I would actually do that well unless I got to do like a desk piece where I could do like a monologue. Then sure, I feel like right. I could do okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. No one's ever gonna ask me to do that. But if they did, <laughs> that's what I would that's that's what I would yeah. do. Yeah. No, <laughs> has, I has Kobe ever hosted? No. No, no, no. It's not impossible.
1: No it's not that'd be amazing it'd be cool yeah it'd be cool i'd be so disappointed if i had a light show
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey honey uh i'm not in this oh <laughs> you like you liked bobby sketch oh, cool. Cool. <laughs> Whatever you, you, like. you remember at
1: the table like, i didn't have a part in that um no it'd be awesome and she'd be great she's she's a, she's a goofball she's very pretty but she's silly as shit funny yeah she is how did you guys meet through a friend just like at a birthday party, like, um, actor, mutual actor friends. She's Canadian, so I did a pilot with this Canadian actor, and, and they were buds.
2: Oh, nice. Yeah. So, the Pretty normal simple.
1: way that normal people, yeah, meet. yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Stars, they're just like us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. They meet each
1: other at parties. Yeah. Cat and the Fiddle is sort of where we, like, first started our real flirtation. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Roots in LA.
2: Oh, Cat and Fiddle. Cat and Fiddle, man. It's a wonderful It's Been place. good to me. It is. I haven't been there in ages. And when you don't drink, there's really no reason to go to bars. Did you go to the World's Correct.
1: End premiere?
2: that was at the yes. cat and fiddle yeah they had a party there yes but I didn't, uh, we, did didn't gotcha. we did not go to the after party we did not go to the after party because I had to get up for something early the next uh, day oh that's
0: uh, alright buddy well uh, yeah. just a TV show you had to get up for well, that's fine yeah <laughs> oh, <sorry again. laughs> I give a shit I fucking care <laughs> yeah. party
2: no, But the cat and fiddle is nice I, I, like a bar, I like a bar that has things to do you can play darts
0: yeah yeah plus it's like <clears> get the outdoor situation happening but it's not outdoor there's a know. little
1: something for everyone yeah. There's there is food if you want it yep yeah
0: it's britishy it's, yeah britishy yes right yeah britishish yeah hey
2: yeah. we
1: revolted but it doesn't mean there isn't still love
2: we can all still drink together exactly come on <clears throat> you can. sorry we star we kicked uh sorry about the king george thing yeah <laughs> have a pint hey look guinness <laughs> you love guinness all right lay down your arms <laughs> okay. um uh what how long before you oh you, you must be in your production now yeah, yeah, yeah. We're five deep. I, f- I take the red eye tonight.
1: Uh and then Lady Gaga's next week. Which or uh I don't know when this drops, but at this moment in time, reality, yes. Lady Gaga will host next you, week. This is
2: on in this this we'll put this up in December to uh promote um the illegitimates. Awesome. That's
0: amazing. Which is Thank a fucking you. great idea oh, for a comic. Buddy. Thank do you, know, you, so do you much. know the idea for the illegitimates? No, but I'm gonna read it because he <clears throat> was nice enough to yeah, yeah. Here's Here's you. the
2: idea. It's basically a James Bond. Character, I'm already on board. And it's all of the, it's like a bunch of the illegitimate children of the women that he (laughs) fucked around the world who basically get called and brought together. So it's all these. Love it. Because he's fucked a lot of them and you never see the aftermath. Every movie. And I don't ever see
0: him go, stop, and then pull out a condom that you gave him in a watch.
2: Exactly right. So.
0: You'd think he'd have his tubes tied. I don't want to poke holes in your theories. (laughs) Oh you think you, you, you think that uh after, you think after, that Bond or or is, after uh after Tracy died, I feel like he was like well.
2: You know what? I'll bet you they i bet you there is I bet you in that reality they probably would they would probably sterilize a double O, right? Don't you think? So maybe. that they couldn't I don't know. I mean, are you worried about him siring or
1: are you more worried about
2: disease though? So what does I No, think... I'm worried about I think they'd be worried about creating emotional ties and siring. Interesting. You know? Mm. Yeah?
1: So you're going to have to go back and read this up. Thanks, guys. Thank you for having me. Uh, It's been two years of development, but that's what's great about the collaborative process is there's always room for improvement. Thank you guys so much. Watch SNL on uh, Channel 4 NBC, Los Angeles, or check your... uh, Local cable provider. Actually, for Actually, we found some holes
2: in SNL as well. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh no! Oh
2: no! All right. Well, it's been this a good is... run. Thirty-nine years deep. This is a um, this is a fucking awesome idea for a comic, oh, and thanks, it's, it's at an IDW. And Chris Ryle is yeah. fucking awesome. He's, he's
1: a smart man. He's been fantastic. He's been so helpful. And
2: they really do yeah. some. They do such innovative. They take chances, and they do. Like, I'm a he's... big Lock and Key fan. <gasps> and, yeah, huge. I know. It's it's somewhere that's Joe Hill's comic. Did you read Lock and Key? Mm, yeah. Fucking great. But yeah. it's in. It was in development, or they did a TV movie or something. And they then did it, a pilot. They did I a pilot,
1: think. and then and yeah, yeah, yeah. I was talking to Chris about that actually. Chris and Ted Adams, uh, owner of the company, has also been great. And I don't think they had a great process, so they just launched their own studio. Are they going to make it? Uh, lock and key. Yeah, I I would guess so. I don't know. Right. Hold on, give me give me five minutes. Hang on a sec. I'll be right <laughs> back.
2: Hang um, on um, before you do that.
0: The problem with Lock and Key. Sure, is, sure, <laughs> okay. I mean, um,
2: this is a. Uh, but Illegitimates is such a great idea for... I mean, this is a fucking great idea for, like, a comedy spy thriller.
1: Thing. Yeah, it, I it, yes. It, this is the... Stakes are very sincere. It's definitely the launching off point. It comes with a sense of humor, and there's sense of humor within it, but we didn't want to do Austin Powers or right. even Cody Banks or anything right. so... Uh, very quickly we move away from our
0: Bond type or character. even Cody Banks. <laughs> I, I'm glad you laughed at that because I wanted to do that but I didn't feel right about it for some reason. No one has
2: said those words in like seven years. Yeah. Or it's not even a or Cody, Cody Banks. Banks. I saw that in the theater. I feel like that's yeah. implied yeah. with most pitches that it's not <laughs> yeah, even a Cody yeah, Banks. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: <laughs> you, you'd be surprised ha- in, in
0: pitching it originally. Some like, would say Howard. Johnny Hanks. English or in like Flint, but no, you went Agent <laughs> <It's>, Cody Bang. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Agent Cody Bangs, that's so fucking funny. Yeah. Um that,
0: so that wha-
1: how many how many issues did you
2: guys uh,
1: We're we're in production with 6 right now and if it does well, we hope it's ongoing. So 4 is being inked, 5 nice. is being written
2: right nice. now. So how's how has the experience been of uh, of making a comic?
1: Um, uh, uh, this, like, it's the next dream. i I decided to really spoil myself Have with this dream. life and just partake in, yeah, seeing another dream come to fruition. Um, my first season on SNL, I was riding in the subway and see this lovely young family, uh, similar to mine, a father, a mother, and a daughter, uh, we locked eyes he said hey aren't you on SNL and I said yes I am he said you're married to Kobe Smulders and I said yes he said how'd you do that and I said <laughs> alright uh, and we got to talking I said, and I said she's like she came to our offices and I was like where do you work he's like I work at DC Comics and for Father's Day the year before she surprised me with a tour of the DC offices oh, which was awesome nice. And I was like, I was on that tour. And he's, I was like, what do you do? He's like, oh, I'm Mike Marts. I edit Batman comics. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, this is so awesome. This is, such, this is the coolest New York moment ever. That's great. To be recognized as an SNL featured player and meet the editor of Batman comics. Um, and kept in touch with him and started a friendship. And then about a year later said, hey, I have this idea. I've been trying to get off the ground. And, and I wrote this with Mark Andreco, who's comic book writer he's doing Batman, Batwoman right now uh, and I said uh, I, I'd been going to him for a while like hey can you help me get the make you know make this a reality and and uh, our schedules just never synced up but with the job and with a little cash inflow flow and with the connections I decided to kind of pull the trigger and I produced the first issue I produced all of them out of pocket idWs publishing but uh, once we had the first one done we, we shopped it around to different publishers and wow that's really that's really cool it's pretty it's been pretty Amazing to write down, you know. They fight on top of a train, and Kevin Sharp, our artist, draw it a million <laughs> times better than I ever imagined. It. It, it it's it's the coolest collaborative process I've I've ever been a part of. What did you learn? What did I learn? Um, oh my gosh, so much, so much that uh, I would say the first few issues I had like um, guilt. In that, like, coveting the skill of, of of illustration, of like, man, he did that. Uh, I didn't want to note anything, you know. But then uh, there's a few panels that kind of came back to bite us in the butt that we that we figured out later and learned that in the process. Like, no, you got to say if that the hand should be on this button because you know it, th- there's there's important um, story points stuff like that and uh, and also that because it's such a visual medium, my favorite. Pages are always the ones that have fewer panels on it, too. So like coming from sketch or coming from TV or film where you're writing out everything and it's back and forth and it's a whole conversation, really figuring out how can you express story just through visuals with as little dialogue as possible. Which has been really fun. Which is a
2: challenging because if you're like you said, if you're a writer, then you want to explain everything. If you're typing on a computer, you want to explain everything with words because you're not thinking Oh, then they could probably do something with this to drive right. it forward. maybe
1: this person's stealing that important artifact in the background, and that takes care of that scene. you know what I mean It's, it's just sort of an aside it's it's been so much fun,
2: so they're all so the first six are all written, and they're're they're yes. in the process. oh wow, yeah. that's yeah. nice. you're just done it's kind out of outy it's almost yeah. it's mostly out of your hands at this point, right, yeah, you still, you'll still have to do some editing, you'll still have to look at the exactly, but, yeah, but, yeah. but it really it's. Just just feel like you gave birth to like a like some kind of brain baby that's
1: no matter what happens it's it's some it's one of the things I'm most proud of and and probably will be ever I think because it was just sort of like elbow grease and a dream you know um and it and I really enjoy it I really enjoy it it's nice to kind of like being that we're six deep to go back to one and and when they did this first printing, this is the new york comic con um exclusive. Uh, and have that in my hand and flip through the pages as oh, I yeah. do every Wednesday on other titles that I love yeah. it was, it's it's incredible.
2: Well, I think it's always cool for people who, when people discover that there's another layer to someone that they see, mm. I think they I think people always really sort of appreciate that. They go, "Oh, that guy wrote." Oh shit, you know? Yeah, like, but they yeah. They really like to see that you do other things. I hope so, because I, I mean, being a, f- a comic
1: fan. I knew the sort of uphill battle that I had of being like, I'm a TV sketch performer and I'm gonna write a comic, you know what I mean? Of like, no, I, I'm I have roots in this and I love this storytelling and, and it's definitely, you know, my my maiden attempt, but uh I hope there will be others. And uh and and this this is literally my passion and and, and even in the process of getting it done and people saying, Oh, are you pitching it in other platforms? I've I've sincerely pushed against that because yeah. the goal for me is to walk into a store and see this on shelves and then after that have people actually enjoy it.
2: I think we stress more about the what people will think like oh you're on this thing you can't do that thing too yeah i mean there's always a there's always an element of that i think yeah but i think it's not as bad as you think it's gonna be yeah hopefully not and the work speaks for itself you know like if as long as you keep producing these and eventually people will go oh okay oh yeah i guess he really does do this thing okay fine you know like yeah yeah yeah, i think it really is just to keep doing
0: it yeah have you ever written comics I've never written. I've helped Jerry write some Deadpools. Nice. uh, Awesome for Marvel. Jerry Duggan. Uh, Jerry Duggan and I shared an office for a little while over at the Nerdist Channel. Uh, And then I would write fake letters to them. And whenever I would see my name printed in the Deadpool books, I would just get really excited. That's amazing. Just to see your name in a comic book. It's pretty neat. It's the best thing in the world. Yeah. It it really is. And then also, I buy buy some comic art here and there when I can, when I see it come up. I got a couple of pages from uh, Grant Morrison's Ripped. Nice. Oh, wow. wow. Uh And that's Tony Daniels' artwork, and it's fucking beautiful.
2: Yeah. Almost thought you were going to say Tony Danza. Uh, Tony Danza's artwork. Hey, He's got this other. Check out my comic book.
0: Angela, Angela. Mad. Angela, should I ever. Mad. I got a cell <laughs> for you. I used to work at Hanna-Barbera.
2: <laughs> I used to animate Fred Flintstone's feet. They keep his body still and just animate. Best
1: job in the world.
2: <laughs> Angela, I can't get these hands 24 right. Twenty-four pictures on loop.
1: <laughs> I don't know what my Tony Danza is, but <laughs> you get it. It, almost,
2: it. it almost, it almost, it almost, almost sounds like a comic book villain. <laughs> you almost... know who
1: it sounds? Like? You'll, you'll, it sounds like Mike Goldman to me.
2: <laughs> oh shit! Hey,
1: DK. How Hi. do you?
2: How do you know Mike?
1: We were repped oh. by Mike and Kaylee. You and I were there at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we had a couple hang sessions in Kaylee's office, I remember. Right, 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 right. And one in particular where you just had like the most bummery commercial audition, it sounded like, and you just you went to Taco Bell and just had a ton of Taco Bell food and you're this just is like, making I'm Matt just, very happy. I'm just done. I'm just done. <laughs> like it's just like I drive 45 minutes and it's like you stand there and then like for eight seconds,
2: it's worthless. Crunch. <laughs> yeah, I remember. It was probably a double decker taco, nicely done, which sir. were really good because you'd have the hard shell taco yeah. and then the, and the beans song, and it. then the soft shell. So, so you would get the oh, two. There's very little it. they do wrong. Yeah, they you'd...
0: perfected the it, the whole thing with the Crunchwrap Supreme. <laughs> that's
2: right. I, I, I'm sorry, I didn't remember that for a second. No, that's and we all right. actually did talk about that a little bit at Comic Con too. Yeah, yeah, that was at uh, Toll and Robbins. Right. <clears throat> when when they had, I don't know if they still have a management wing, but um, yeah, that was right around the time when I I kind of thought. Behind you know, the library, the the, the, uh, the uh, <laughs> this commercial edition thing probably isn't for me because I didn't yeah, have yeah, the yeah. temperament for it, and I never got hired. Yeah. When,
0: when was uh, when what when, when would that when did that happen?
2: 2001. 2001. Okay,
0: yeah, yeah. So drunk Hardwick. It was still drunk Hardwick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, I can't yeah, imagine. I, really. I can't imagine sober Hardwick plowing down a Taco Bell situation.
2: No. 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 Not unless they want to sponsor the
0: Nerdist no, podcast. I mean, <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> Boom. But until then, enjoy, no. I mean, enjoy I will, your burrito. is a perfect marriage. I will gladly undo the ability to sleep on the tray. <laughs> <laughs> they oh. just send us over some Doritos tacos,
2: which I've yet to taste. I, yeah. I haven't either. Have I haven't you haven't had a Doritos
1: taco yet? Yeah. How is it? dorito Ian and taco-y <laughs>
0: It absolutely named That's is what what it, says, yeah, it is what it's exactly <laughs> what you want. They deliver. If you Taco Bell, if you're listening and you'd like to send some tacos over, we're uh, located at Meltdown Comics on Sunset Boulevard. And if not, you
2: know? Chipotle, listen guys. Come on. <laughs> enjoy your burrito. Come on. How many how times we have we say have not
0: had a sponsorship at some point from somebody making burritos.
2: There must be some I don't
0: know. Because we the- could always say enjoy your Chipotle burrito. I don't know if
2: people would be too cool with that. Change it
0: out. Just change it up every week. You know, it'd be like the Dana Carvey show. Oh, see, we could make it funny. (laughs) Brought to you by A&W. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've talked about Anna's Taqueria at length
2: in Boston. Yeah, and they won't even fucking follow me back on Twitter. You know how many people
0: (laughs) I've sent in that goddamn store?
2: (laughs) Matt's making a list. He's making a
0: mental list. I
2: had recently
1: the best, like, name-drop payoff of like a brand. We did this video called Boy Dance Party and and put Shake Shack in there and I don't know if you guys have oh, had Shake Shack. Oh.
2: The lines always too
1: fucking long. It's crazy cuz it's that delicious, yeah. that good. Yeah. They sent like a literally like a dining room table full uh, of food the next Tuesday. It was We'll fantastic. take it, guys. Come on. The perks. Send it over.
2: We'll take you know.
1: it. Zanku chicken, are you listening? What's in- your favorite burrito?
0: What's your favorite Mexican food in LA?
2: Oh, God, that's tough. In LA?
0: Frank's on Fairfax, right by the Writers yeah. Guild uh, oh, awesome. West. Oh, okay. uh, Get their chile ranos great. Awesome. Uh, their breakfast burritos are out of this world. Whoa.
2: Oh, I ate it at one. Um, there was one good one on Oliveira Street, but I can't remember the name of it. The uh, sit down, like in the yeah. really authentic. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I know it is. Awesome. I can't
1: remember I the like name of that. So
0: one. good. What about the best fish tacos in Ensenada? I don't like fish tacos. Well, no. listen, I just like the name. Okay, good. <laughs> they call, they literally call their store the best fish tacos. Oh, that's, that's, the, name of it? Ensenada. that's yes. the name of the Whole Store. Yes. No, no, no. You're huh.
2: misunderstanding. This isn't the ranking. <laughs> it's just the name <laughs> of the store. No one says we can't
1: call it that. <laughs> you guys watch Nathan for you? Yeah. No. What Nathan, Nathan for you? you? You don't know Nathan for you on Comedy Central? I haven't seen it. You guys got to see it. The guy the guy's brilliant. Uh, Nathan, I'm blanking on his last name it's so funny he's basically like a like a business major who now is going to help businesses but it's a comedy show oh I've seen the promos for that it's so funny it's so funny and one he does is like He finds, like, a a burger place in the valley in, like, Van Nuys that says, like, LA's best burger, and he goes, great, I'm going to help you, you know, sort of uh, get the word out there, because I think that's their only problem. If you have the best burger, the only thing holding you back is that people don't realize yours is the best. So they go on a radio station, and it's like Kiss FM or whatever, and they're like, "Uh, for four hours, we're going to be giving out burgers uh, and if it's not the best burger you've had, we will give you your money back, or, or no, we'll give you a hundred dollars, I think, or something like that. And you see this sweet little like burger shop owner go, wait, what? like can't say anything cause, And then outside the radio station, she's like, "I just, uh, I don't know if I, if that's a good idea." And then he's like, "Why? What? What are you worried about? It's the best burger, right?" He's like, "Yeah, it's the best. It's the best." They're like, well, then you have nothing to worry about. And he ends oh. up. The guy's so stressed, he's like, I'll tell you what, I'll put my money on the line. It won't be your money. <laughs> and then just the parade starts and people going, it's not the best burger. <laughs> Where's it's like, it's not the $1. best $1. burger okay. I had. I just want my $100. <laughs> it's not the best burger. <laughs> and Nathan, uh, Nathan sits down a couple and they're like, listen, it's, it, no, it's a very good burger. It's just not the best I've ever had. And they're like, really? All right. This has happened a lot today. <laughs> so we're going to have to let some employees go. And he brings a girl out and he's like, you need to tell her she's fired.
2: <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's,
1: and that's just one of many, uh, many segments he does. God Very damn funny. it.
2: I'm missing television as it's happening yeah, because yeah. I'm. It's hard. Because you're making so much money? You're of making it. it. <laughs> Well, yeah, man. You're I'm making, it, making man. a lot of television. Yeah. You're coming on Talking
1: Dead soon, aren't you? I want to. I was supposed to come this evening and had a prior engagement. Oh, okay. But I will anytime. Well,
2: what's more important than talking about zombies? Hollywood game night. Shit. <laughs> Sorry. Jay
1: Lynch strikes I again. Know, I know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> You've just been lynched. <laughs> she just oh. shows up with a bunch of games. Yeah. Shit! I guess we yes, please. She's so tall. <laughs> that's um, um, that's kind of. I would of love to. I was
1: a. I mean, Walking Dead is huge, huge Walking Dead comics fan. Um, so it's been it's been interesting watching the series happen.
2: Yeah. Well, there's. Are you still reading the Walking Dead comics? I'm still reading. It. Yeah, I'm yeah. still. I I don't have enough patience to wait uh, yeah. until the collections come out. Right, and so every week, well, I don't want to spoil anything. There's one character that I really want to fucking die, and every week I think it's about to happen, and you read the thing in like three minutes, Yeah, you're like, God damn it! Come on! When are they going to kill this fucking guy? When are they going to kill this fucking guy? Yeah,
0: but can't you just see Kirkman's face just smiling every time he doesn't do it? You're too close to
2: the source now. He knows that. Like (laughs) He's probably just fucking with you. Well, he is, and and he he has a really, his attitude about it is, I'm like, when are you going to fucking kill this guy? And he was like... Get the fuck over it! Like he just yeah. he just openly mocks me. I, I love, love that guy. He just openly mocks me. It's funny. I got a t- <laughs> did I talk about this in the podcast? I got a I got a text from Kirkman a couple of weeks ago, and it said, "Well, wow, this is the- maybe I did talk about this. If the- if I talked about this, cut it out, Katie."
0: Um, they don't mind hearing a story again. Some the way do. you tell things, it's so entertaining. All right. Oh, oh
2: my God. See, that sounded sarcastic. <laughs> sounded, and then you turn and laugh at Taryn. Like you were t- t- making him to get in on it. Um, but I got a text from Kirkman that said, wow, that was about as awkward as The Talking Dead last week, referring to the Marilyn Manson episode. Oh, and I was wow. like, yeah, it was kind of awkward. And he wrote back and he was like, whoops, that was supposed to be for Scott Gimple. <laughs> 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 Something had happened. I wonder what that situation
0: that awesome. was. Like, I wonder what was as awkward as The Talking Dead. Like, I wonder what.
2: I don't know. I don't know. It was some I sort of. Th- I don't know what it was. No. I didn't. I didn't ask. I was like, well, you know. Uh, and he was like, oh no, man, great job. And I'm like, yeah, well. But uh, it, it was just funny that I that, that I caught that. And he was like, oh, your yeah. texts were right next to each other. Sorry about That's that. That's amazing. <laughs> but as awkward as that episode was, it will. Uh, if you know the People show, it. it will go down in as our most talked about episode. Oh um, yeah. What what have there been any moments on SNL that? were unintentional, like, oh, well, I guess that's a the thing they're going to talk about now, forever. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah, like, big deal... Uh, I'm trying to think...
1: You, you you write everything hoping that they'll talk about all of it. So there's there's never like a surprise of like wait that's what people enjoyed. Um, but I will say most often whatever is the writer's or performer's favorite is is the one that people do not like <laughs> at home. Like yeah. that's almost that's a consistent guarantee yeah, yeah, yeah. for the, the, most, part. the most. The ones that you're the most excited about. Like, this of- is brilliant. This is awesome.
2: No one has ever sketched like this. <laughs> and it's like seen it. Like wait what? That's what happens in stand-up. When yeah. you like a joke too much, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like what's happening is that it is too inside your own brain. Sure, and sure. other people just don't have a way in. So when you're like, I yeah. cannot... Wait to drop this comedy napalm on but the that's, audience. Yeah. That's
0: also what makes watching the Sklar brothers so fascinating. What? Because there's not a reference that either of them don't get. So when they're when they're riffing off of each other, when Randy yeah. and Jason are riffing off of each other, there's nowhere they can go that the other one can't immediately be right behind them. Oh yeah, totally. It's, yeah, uh, that's they're one. They're one they're so brain. Fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's great. Really funny. You didn't do Did you ever just stand up? You no.
2: just stand up. No.
1: I tried once. Jealous. Uh my buddy Brian Callen got me yeah, to no try it once, you know Brian? Yeah. Of course. He got me to try once in the attic of the Westwood Bruco and it of course. was it was miserable. <laughs> <Tuesday> <laughs> it, was awful. it was like three people. Yeah, I Not went anymore. on like quarter yeah. to 2. It was it was rough.
2: Brian Callen. Well, I did yeah. Mad TV in 1996. Did you really? I did a guest. Spot. Oh, did you singled out? There's not a outfit. single
0: lady on Sunset that doesn't know Brian Campbell.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was uh <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> they did uh they did this thing uh Ozark Mountain singled out. Amazing. And of course the brother ended up with a sister. That was sure, that was perfect. the function of this. But perfect. it was uh Did Brian was... write that? He might have. I think Blaine and Patton were on the show at that time. Oh, funny! But it was um, it was uh, who was on it? Uh, uh, Brian Callen, Artie Lang Nicole Sullivan, Phil,
1: probably Phil Lamar,
2: Phil Lamar, Deborah Wilson. Season one, yeah. right? Season I mean, yeah. one or two.
0: Yeah, might have I don't been really think already two. made it into two. Really? No, I think he wanted out way before that. Then I guess it was then, then I guess got it got a, was season, season one. Got yeah. arrested in the parking lot. The other totally.
2: od- <laughs> the other person on the show was uh, Barry Williams. TV's Greg Brady. Amazing. So that was a that was a fun experience. <laughs> wow. That might be on the internet somewhere. It's got to be.
0: That sounds exciting. It was fun. Yeah,
2: it was really fun. I didn't really have to do anything other than play myself. But then I got to be like, we. I'm doing sketch comedy. I wasn't doing sketch yeah, comedy. Yeah, yeah. I was really yeah. just playing myself. I was really,
0: really <laughs> Fucking playing myself. There's a Blaine was telling me a story about when they were doing the pilot for Mad TV, and they're all sitting around, and, and David Cross was there, because he worked on the pilot as well. Oh, and wow. they were talking about uh, Nicole Sullivan's character, the um, the beauty uh, lady. I don't know if you remember. she just like, she, I'm was, sorry. Uh, is it? Yeah, that it was like a. Wasn't there one was a nurse? Yeah, but this was the. She did this character that was like a worked at a beauty counter. Okay, uh, was like a cosmetologist or whatever. And uh you know, and then, just whatever her inflection was, that was the character, and there were tables laughing, and then the E.P. goes, uh, does anybody have any notes or questions about this?" And then David Cross goes, "Uh, yeah, that's not so much a character as it is just a character trait." <laughs> <laughs> and God. then And then uh the E.P. just goes. All right, moving on. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> you
2: oh, are watching Matt TV. Well that's gotta and be, be is name on the show. Post Post? The Mr. Show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no no, pre. Oh, it's, That's pre. Pre. it's right oh, before, yeah, yeah. pre. It's right before. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah that, that was 95-96. Maybe should have listened to that guy then, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, but I think you can um, see like the sensibility of Mr. Show was not really sure. the sensibility. No. No. The sensibility
0: of Mad TV from what I hear was just they everything, they every character or in every sketch they wanted to turn into a movie. They wanted right. it to be something they could turn into a movie.
2: Did they ever do that? No. no they
0: never, never
1: did. No. no, I I did half a season on Mad TV <gasps> and yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like right out of college, I went to UCLA. And Me then, too. Yeah. What do we talk about? Guys, yeah, be before? best friends. Have I fun. don't know. I don't know if we've addressed the
2: UCLA. thing. Okay, finish your Mad TV story, and then we'll talk about the eight clap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: right out of freshman year, hired half a season, so I did like thirteen episodes, and I got hired with Bobby Lee and Catherine Fiore, and like it was a weird thing where when you get hired as a featured, you're hired for four episodes. And mm-hmm. then if they like you, they'll like, they'll, and, and not like in a row. So like I did like two in October and one in November and one in December, something like that. And then they'll pick you up for the back nine. Um, and I just, I, I was talking to Phil Lamar about this recently. And I remember hearing at that time, like it, it was just chaos. Like I had no idea. Also I was in way over my head. I was so underprepared and a lot of people that I liked and respected had come from the groundlings. And that's what led me to it. Like after I did mad TV, I started taking classes at groundlings. Um, but it was just like there. There was three heads. There was like a there was like a head an EP and then a head writer and then like these three come like kind of like, like, ever present producers. But se- seemingly just from a financial standpoint, so there's so many chefs. There's just so many chefs and cast and writers were, uh, kind of kept separate too. Um, but I always remember like people saying it, it it was said a few times like well you think it's tough here it's it's even worse at snl and that is so not true <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's just not the truth
0: it's just a hundred percent not well true. we <laughs> tell ourselves maybe at the tougher. time who knows
1: maybe maybe the at the
0: time maybe but at the time maybe very true yeah, so let's yeah.
2: talk let's talk about ucla what, yeah what did you, you, you i would see well, you
1: see la fight, fight 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 cool um i went for musical theater uh-huh North and, Campus? And yeah, McGowan Hall, a lot of, a lot of classes in McGowan. And then uh, stayed at Hitch Suites mm-hmm. my freshman year.
2: Oh, you got the uh, suites! I got the suite. I wanted my life to be saved by the bell of college years there were as a much couple, as possible. There were dorms, then there were a couple of buildings that were actually like suites. Yeah. They were like apartments, yeah, which were different than dorms. I never had on-campus housing because there was a shortage. They had to build other structures yeah, yeah, yeah. after I left. Right. Um, where, where, uh, was Dykstra or what? Sun, yeah. Sunset? Dykstra Hall. Dykstra. Nice. Is that name after that Chloe's for dad? You? I don't think so. Oh. I don't think so. But uh, my girlfriend's last name is Dykstra. Oh, okay.
0: Um, is it named after Lenny Dykstra? <laughs> it was. Not, I don't know who it was a popular for. baseball player, <laughs> terrible businessman, Lenny Dykstra. <laughs> <laughs> so, where did you stay? Were you Sprawl?
2: No, I didn't. Um, oh, you didn't get any housing. Didn't get any housing. I basically oh, got. I, I stayed. I, I commuted from Pasadena the first year where oh, my parents wow. lived, which was not fun. Ambitious, and then um, yeah, I missed a lot of class that year. And then uh, eight a.m. class. No, it' always, always, always felt like. I'll do 8 a.m. class, and I'm really going to hunker down and really... And yeah, then in, yeah. in practical application, I, I never made those classes. But, um, <laughs> uh, but I think Dykstra Hall was the first hall I ever did stand-up in. Because uh, we and? were at with oh, the wow. UCLA Comedy Club. We had a little comedy, stand-up comedy group, and we used to do dorm shows. And I think Dykstra Hall was the first time, which was right across from Hitch Suites. First place I ever That's went awesome. up was
0: that shitty Bruco. Was it? What's <laughs> the brewing yeah, company? Yeah. It there
2: wasn't was, shitty. There's was was like
1: awesome. two there's like two rooms. There's one where like it was kind of a legitimate stage and then there was yeah. that And then added like
2: the side room that you had a little yeah. annex space. Oh, too. and I
0: don't mean the show. The people that ran it and it was fun, but yeah, it yeah. was just shitty to be yeah, upstairs. The last time I Drunk ever drank alcohol was yeah. at the Bruco show. Oh yeah, really? Mm-hmm. Oh wow! I'd always walk in October on October seventh,
2: two thousand three. <gasps> I remember the Man. date. Well, you should. Yeah, I that's, get huge. <laughs> that's
0: huge. You know, there's like a
1: whole process <laughs> it's about big, remembering. It's a what big deal?
2: <laughs> what <laughs> like? And then October eighth, I quit drinking <clears throat> in honor of Matt Damon and Hillary Swank's birthday. <laughs> I don't know why I know that. Oh, I do know why I know that. Because when I first quit drinking, not that we're talking—I'm sorry—we're talking about me now. But when I first quit drinking, I had a calendar on my wall, and I would cross off each day that I didn't drink. What no. calendar
0: would you? What have was on the your calendar? Yeah, what say was Hillary Swank or Matt Damon's birthday on it. <laughs> oh my God! Is
2: it, it was celebrity the, um, birthday <laughs> calendar. It was the celebrity birthdays of people who would be the male or female counterparts of each other. Calendar. Oh, I see. Yeah, <laughs> and so <laughs> same teeth. I like it. All right, strong jaw. Same teeth. Listen, you—I could totally see uh, matt damon in million dollar baby or boys don't cry sure yeah, yeah or or I, vice yeah, ever, or or hillary swank could have been in the born identity incredible talents both of them both of them yeah. and they're and swappable God, Gen- genderly swappable yeah, both fantastic easily. especially in gender swapping genders. roles yes of course they could be either one of them they could have both been in mrs doubtfire and either easy, one easy. and it would have worked <laughs> it would have worked
0: um why would you mess with perfection
2: I'm not. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm going to remake Mrs. Doubtfire with Hillary Swank or uh, Matt But you're not that. saying you're not. No, but I think Mrs. Doubtfire should have gone on to be like a, an, a CIA operative
0: or something. Don't you think so? The the man was just a. Uh, a, a Isn't that the over. master of disguise? He was just Loosely. a voiceover, kind of. Ar- yeah, I saw that in the theater too. <laughs> <laughs>
2: right before he kills someone. <laughs> Hello. Bop,
0: bop, bop, bop. Uh, Master of Disguise, like on paper, I was like, "Oh fuck, Dino Stamatopoulos, uh, Dana Carvey this is gonna be like yeah. the best movie ever." Oh, Master no? of Disguise, yeah. yeah. Fucking, yeah. There's like 20 minute scene of Brent Spiner's character farting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Turtle, turtle, They tried.
2: So you studied musical theater. You were in North Campus. Yep. I was all over that campus. I did a little south campus for a while, and then I awesome. did Mid. I settled in Dodd Hall in the philosophy. Guy never uh, met a hydrant. Mm-hmm. He didn't come on at, at the north campus. <laughs> a what? A what? A a hydrant, hydrants, wouldn't come they're
1: still mutant hydrant babies wandering around. <laughs> I think he said a hydra. Hydra babies. It was like, I don't know why hydra. he took it mythological oh, get, all, get, all the time. That guy, you're stuff. in Zemo, right? a hydra, still loose, yeah, on it. The
2: hydra. You'd fuck a hydra. Yeah, sure. Well, just to say you, you did. <laughs> yeah. would you'd you'd a fuck a hydra? Yeah. you'd fuck a hydra, right? mythical creature hydra? Yeah. More mouths to fuck. Yeah, so you could fuck all the mouths. Yeah. Yeah, you come like nine times on a Hydra. Guys, we could all do it. It wouldn't be gay. Seriously. Do the same Hydra. You get a different experience. Some Hydra head swallow, other one spit it out on <laughs> your face. It's like you get a little mix it up a little bit. You mix it up you a little bit. You don't want to kiss him in the mouth? You cut the head off. Now yeah. you got three more to fuck. Yeah. <laughs> 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 one mouth suck your cock, another mouth go around looking your butthole. Hey, come on. You know, <laughs> good. He's good. good. You fuck that Hydra? Piece what do you got like? the sword or something, you know what piece- I mean? You cut <laughs> the throat.
0: Piece of cake. <laughs> Yo, we're going to go to that party on Friday, right? I heard it's gonna be a Hydra there. Oh, <laughs> shit. oh, shit! <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't like Kappa, Kappa, uh, Delta. Their Hydra's a priss, yeah, but this man, one over
2: here—where
1: The those like <laughs> steel turtlenecks? Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> that was so, the hy- the Hydra orgy. That, uh, now that's got to be oh, a man, thing. It's Got to be it. We'll uh, it I'm sure, it. sure there'll be. Got to be some
1: flash animation. <laughs> okay, yeah.
2: okay. I'm
0: gonna, okay We can go so to Bento Box I'll do other
2: here, 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 Here's the sketch Here's the sketch Okay There's like a fraternity On Mount Olympus mm. Great this, so is this is basically Just like it. a frat party But it's What's guys. the theme Of the what? frat party? <laughs> it's a toga party <laughs> But we do togas every day well, I know Pantsuit party? This is going (laughs) to catch on. This is huge. (laughs) Pantsuit! (laughs) Pantsuit! (laughs) Pantsuit! (laughs) Pantsuit! Oh, god damn it. Uh. Fun, see? Really fun. There we go. So you could take that to work next week. You know you could. You're
1: gonna see a Gaga Hydra. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Gaga Hydra. Mark
0: my words. <laughs> oh shit. Uh.
2: Do you already? Now, That's just so, what
0: she wears for the dress rehearsal. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, sorry for the musical performance. <laughs> She's wearing a Hydra.
2: Costume. Hey, by the way, I do yeah. want to. I, I glossed over it. But I think it is in, so admirable and respectable that you are spending time with your family tonight instead of doing a television show. That, you, well, no, it's
1: no, Hollywood I'm doing a, Game diff, Night. a different, I'm doing a different it's television Jane show. Lynch's <laughs> television oh, man. I program. thought you were worst. just spending time with your
2: family. I know.
1: No, no. Oh, Terry. Well, I am because my wife's doing it with me. Oh, there you go. That's cool, right? Oh, that's yeah. a loophole. Does that uh, have an
2: after show? please let's do it <laughs> talking game M- night. meet him on the Radford line. now when you
1: were trying to get to the, get them to guess Aaron Paul McCartney uh, <laughs> <laughs> you win for Breaking Bad because it's more topical but but and yet Paul McCartney is an icon I would have done something with Beatles you know it's a great it's a great point. my
0: love uh, does it good bitch, <laughs> bitch. They, uh, are you you're taping that man Yet. Uh do they tell you what games you're going to be playing no. beforehand? Okay. No.
2: Oh, by the way, Emeth fucking hilarious. So great, right? Fucking yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He he literally flew from us to you. Oh, it's Like so,
1: he so, left the show and hopped on a plane to pick up the people from the airport in the in the RV and come do the, the He's the after an animal. Show. man. I don't know how he does it that airport. Man,
2: I don't know. But the thing that the thing that's so great about him is that he's genuinely not he doesn't have any an ounce of, of like, eh, whatever. It's no. like he's so excited. Yeah. And yeah. like he you know, he knows like he knows that people want him to say like, hey bitch. And yeah, he fucking yeah, yeah, does yeah. it. Yeah. And he's delighted that they're delighted. And like yeah. he's just so he's so Excited about it that that makes me like him even more that he appreciates totally. you know yeah because with a fucking closet full of Emmys and like he fucking you know he could totally yeah. be
0: like yeah, I'm over it now totally. why would he put him in his closet yeah I don't know I'd put an an Emmy closet out out bad man that's, that's, that's an I Emmy mean, closet <laughs> coffee table I don't know I'm just waiting to move a Batman statue I guess. An right? Emmy up. I guess so. <laughs> you can paint it yeah yeah it's the batman statue painted gold with the
1: the wings taped on holding the globe
2: emmy spelled with one m that's right Mm -hmm. so are you already thinking about do you have stuff brewing in the back of your head for this next week yeah but that means nothing
1: (laughs) that means that means absolutely nothing yeah we have pitch on monday so you need to have one to two ideas just to pitch out loud to her and, and say, oh, you doing the Hydra? Hide- you're a, at a Mount Olympus <laughs> pantsuit party and you're a Hydra. So that can- <laughs> I guess. Wait, now that I'm saying out loud, I guess it's like, like r- run idea? a train on you. The, the, I don't <laughs> have an Never mind. Um, but yeah, you do that. And then Tuesday, you kind of sit down with writers or by yourself sometimes, and and uh, start typing away. But everybody, a- a writers and cast, e- each person can submit two sketches oh, that cool. are their idea. Who's uh, who's hosting next week? It's Lady, Lady Gaga. Gaga. Oh, it is Lady, Lady Gaga. Yeah yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Well, no, he said Gaga. I didn't realize that she was actually... Well, she's a triple yeah. threat. She, yeah. I don't know She's hosting know in, she's music, third yeah. one is. Oh, she's hosting and yeah. music. Yeah. 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 Styling? Yeah. 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 That's yeah. her third threat. Causes?
0: Causes. She loves causes. She loves causes. causes. Yeah. yeah. Is she funny?
1: I think so.
2: <laughs> you sound like
0: what probably Lauren said right, in right, her office. Right. Yeah, exactly. Is she funny? Yeah.
1: She did one sketch when Timberlake hosted a season or two ago, and she was great in it. She was playing herself, but she was great. She, good timing. Cool. Gives me hope.
2: Yeah, I, I think the, the most interesting part about that would be having celebrities come in, but then not really knowing like, what their buttons or sensitive parts are. So you, you just kind of pitch something and hope they're not like, what yeah. did you just say to me? Totally. ultimately you want them to make fun of themselves. Exactly. So yeah. it's, it's sort of a dangerous... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is,
1: yeah. And, and it's definitely happened where people have crossed the line at pitch.
2: <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, it's Okay, sure without happened. naming any names.
1: Um, <laughs> yeah, what? Uh, God. <laughs> there was one pitch. There's one, like, oh, man, this is hard. This is hard without revealing. You don't have uh, to say who it out, is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but, like, in the reveal, like, a a pitch of somebody's movie, and you could tell it was a movie that they weren't proud of, and the response was just, wait, What? <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then everyone immediately going, trying to figure out how to back and battle. the
1: host always checks in with Lauren because they've just been hanging out with Lauren so yeah, that's kind of the only yeah, connection yeah. they have unless they know somebody on the show so yeah. I'm like what uh, you know and then it's on you <laughs> to go like no not that one um then idea
2: where you're a <laughs> You know, stoner giraffe. Okay, here's what you have to do in the pitch office. You have yeah. to have a breakaway window <laughs> exactly. that goes out to a mattress, so you can be like, "I'm out of here," and then you just dive through the window. <laughs> yeah, so I, then, no, sort no. of break it up with comic relief. I prefer
0: yeah. that each writer and cast member has had to sit in a specific spot on the wall where their cutout was yeah, already put was in the wall. <laughs> right <laughs> arm up. And They left just knew where to run every yeah. time, and that
2: celebrity has to sign <laughs> the thing. That's how hole in the wall started. I, <laughs> that's I think that's how it was. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this is great. I, um, I, we, that, was, that was an hour. That's it. That's so fast. It that's goes really fast. fast. Wow. That's so fast. I'm so glad. Yeah, because we got um, to. You know, I, I, the, those, those fucking old days at Toll Robbins. Yeah, you know, we man. We were both, we were both just struggling, young and trying to figure it out. Yeah. Now older and trying to figure it out. Still trying to figure it out. Still just trying to figure out different things. But it really did seem so daunting at the time. I guess it really. The good thing for anyone listening who's just starting any type of, you know, it doesn't even have to be in the entertainment business, but I remember at that time feeling like, this is never going to work out. How could it possibly work out? There are a million people trying to do what I'm doing. How could it possibly, and the business, the business makes sure you stay in a place where you feel like it's never going to work out. Yes. So the good news is that you and I are proof that it can work out if you fucking
1: stick with it. Yeah, you're here. It's amazing. It's amazing. If it all goes away, I'm I'll get grateful that, for what it? <laughs> Sorry,
2: man. <Matt. laughs> <laughs> You're proof of nothing. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Sounds about right. You're proof of nothing. you proof be... of the sleep on a plane diet? I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <crazy>. no, you, <laughs> can... no, you got
2: to have the reaction of, wait, what? You've got to have the you just <laughs> <What>? crossed the. <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> uh, anyway, we'll, this is not understand. We'll like...
1: probably try to do a what up with that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll probably try to do a what up with that. <laughs>
2: Like if you you know if you go on a show like that you sh- you really should just emotionally be like it's all fair game whatever you want to make fun of it doesn't matter I've done sh- some good things and I've done a lot of shitty things and yeah. you can make fun of whatever and, you want and
1: the best the best hosts do the, the and that's the host that the show likes because right. it's that weird thing of SNL where like the audience has ownership of it and rightly so and I went from being a fan of it my whole life and knowing exactly how to fix it exactly who was funny who wasn't what they should do more of what they should do less of. And being like you know, such such a judger of the show to getting hired and being like, I was a fool! I didn't realize so much more goes into this. It's a beautiful process and people are working their asses off and it's really hard. And everybody's a beautiful, unique snowflake.
2: <laughs> it's, what are it's you screaming immediate. about in the corner over there? <laughs> snowflake! <laughs> snowflake they, I'm trying
1: out a character? It's kind of a, just a character trait. And, okay. And, and then that yells, becomes like Are you gonna so do weird. Snowflake are you this
2: doing week? The, yeah, exactly.
1: Snowflake movie.
2: <laughs> Well listen, look, all I'm saying is if you yeah. ever were going to do an after show sketch, you could play say, me. I, you. I, I mean, I'll take that I don't I'm just saying, yeah, I'll do it. And then I'll it got do. really desperate at the end of the <laughs> podcast where Hardwick was trying to <laughs> beg as way. You're choking me.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> You're a dead man, Valentine. I just watched trading places again. I'm sorry. Oh, so good. Have you ever ever seen it? Of course you did. Have you ever seen <laughs> Yeah, it? of course Very I've good. seen trading places. It holds up. I will say one thing. In a lot of the comedies that I loved when I was a kid, yeah. so much more racism than would be acceptable oh, wow. now. Oh,
1: wow. Oh, the gorilla, 48 stuff? hours. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, uh, wa- uh, yeah, like all, Watermelon and Spear yeah.
0: Chucker. It's all it's of crazy. it. Every bit it's crazy. of it. It's crazy. Bowfinger. No, that, no, no, no! That no. one was good. What? that no. one was fine. That was really that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, <laughs> but in
2: general, trading places. Yeah, it's so funny because I was I was watching it with Chloe, and then at the and, and then in the scene on the train where it's uh, Franken and Davis, and I go, "Oh, that's uh, Senator Al Franken," and she was
0: like, "What?" Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah she didn't realize. Yeah. She doesn't understand that Al Franken and isn't was one of the Who's, great comedy somebody's
1: right? in in blackface in there right is Dan Aykroyd is in Dan blackface? Aykroyd yeah, yeah. yeah. well yeah, how he's... else
0: is he gonna trade places sure sure,
2: sure. well right. cause he would recognize he would... Abou-lala, 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 Abou-lala. every Abou-lala. one of those movies when they had SNL people on yeah. there was always the part where you're like and then of course I gotta go into crazy characters yeah right but right, of right. course but right. you know I watched that and reasoned okay yes I'm slightly uncomfortable that he is in full blackface yeah but, ha- but Clarence Beaks would've recognized him otherwise you guys for sure for sure
0: that's what I say every time I watch A Day at the Races and the Marx Brothers get in blackface to hide from the people looking for them. <laughs> oh, no. Wow, no. <laughs> a Day at the Races. Races. Do uh, oh, you see oh, the
2: subtle yeah. undertone? That's really what guy. they were talking God, about. Thawd the is layered. They were saying, this is uh. wrong. <laughs> so uh, The Illegitimates comes out December 18th, I think. Yes, sir. Um, on IDW and uh, you absolutely should pick it up and you should watch Taron kill him and, uh, and hug him and uh, you know what next time thanks I buddy. see Kobe I'm gonna be like how did you fucking land that guy thank you sir seriously thank you I appreciate that it's so good to see you and congratulations really you. for everything thank you for having me you're the nicest sweetest dude in the world and it's, That's it's so cool, great to, to watch all of the stuff happening thanks man so, thank you
1: same right back at you best of
2: luck and Matt sir. you'll figure it out <laughs> <laughs> oh my god Someday. If Jonah were here he'd be Someday. on the floor <laughs> Oh, enjoy your burrito, everyone. Chipotle.
0: <clears throat> or annas I mean, anybody, really. But Anna's is regional. I mean, like Chipotle
2: okay. or Taco Bell.
1: Or- I even would have said El- at one point Baja El- Fresh. But- El Tarasco in, in Manhattan Beach is my favorite Mexican food restaurant.
0: El Tarasco? Yeah. What Rose Grands, Manhattan almost, Beach. You almost didn't tell us. You
1: almost didn't
2: ask. <laughs>
0: I think that's the way I do it. Didn't ask. Yeah, it was my fault. It was a bad host. Well... That host. AV Club says a lot of things, Chris. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's the fucking Hydra oh, I want to fuck every mouth of. <laughs> I'm going to
2: shut this one, so up shut oh. one up and shut that one up.
0: But they're so good at reviewing content. <clears throat> yeah. Enjoy your burrito, everyone. Hydra. Hydra.
1: Now leaving
0: Nerdist.com. Enjoy your burrito.
2: This episode of the Nerdist Podcast is brought to you by Stamps.com. Go to Stamps.com, click on the radio microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in Nerdist for a $110 bonus offer, including a digital scale and $55 of free postage. That's Stamps.com. Enter the promo code NERDIST.
0: Nancy's love story
2: could have been ripped right out of the pages of one of her own novels. She was a
1: romance mystery writer who happens to be married to a chef. But... This story
0: didn't end with a happily ever after.
2: When I stepped into the kitchen, I could see that Chef Brophy was on the ground, and I heard somebody say, call 911.